Hello. Hello. How are you? Okay. How are it's, you? I'm as good as we can be in the middle of December during a pandemic. I know. I know. I know. It's, it, yeah. I mean, it's not the best. No, it's pretty that trash. That I've ever been. <laughs> pretty <laughs> trash. I, quite frankly, normally I thrive at Christmas and yeah, not so much. Not I was so thinking much. about, because you have your Christmas tree up and we've talked about that yes. already. I was thinking about the time that we went shopping in America together and like we went to that store that sold all the Christmas things and you were in it was like you had taken speed like you're like Jesse Spano and Sam at the Bell I'm so excited and I just can't hide it and I feel like and then I passed out immediately after exactly and I feel like your little Christmas lights got squashed this year like not literally but spiritually spiritually no I feel like like (laughs) I listen I struggled to get that Christmas tree up and I enjoy it but like everything else it's not even fully done. I just like got some stuff out and set it places and didn't like, it's just sitting there and like, there's like a Christmas tree across from me, like a bottle brush tree sitting in the middle of a table where it doesn't belong. And I have like no inclination to even move it. It has no part. It belongs there now is exactly where it belongs. I feel like that bottle brush tree, which I just learned that's what that's called, but I knew exactly what you were talking about, um, <laughs> is is peak 2020 like you don't really belong there but we're just gonna like let it be yeah it's just happening um I mean it's December 16th am I really gonna move it now no no why would you I mean you have like nine days to do it but we're not (laughs) it seems like too far gone when I already would have been like fully decorated by now anyways I just I'm devoid of Christmas spirit yeah what I'm saying and it's okay if you are too I Jordan described me as being scroogey this morning on our morning walk. And mm-hmm. normally I would be like, no, I'm not scroogey. Um, but I'm feeling kind of scroogey. Like not in the, um, like I want Bob Cratchit to work on Christmas day kind of spirit. I just think there we're all, we've all been through it and we're all kind of tired and maybe our, you know, threshold for things that could have been there is gone. Like we were saying before we started recording, there's no parties. There's no things to look forward to. Like we have to look forward to very little right now, other than the hopeful reopening of the world as we continue into 2021. But, um, 2020 has been a little bit of a dumpster fire to say the least. However, we are going to recap the year to try and lift our own spirits up and hopefully when we do that we try and lift yours up too yes just remember some of the good things some of the things that like some of the things that brought us through and brought us joy um yeah we just thought basically we would have like a little end of the year wind down chit chat about kind of whatever we feel like yeah I mean you described it as a very relaxed chat and I I am so interested to see where that goes because like we are very formal normally so I think this like oh, unplugged will be really great for people <laughs> I know that this podcast is normally very hard-hitting and has like a very focused agenda that we follow mm-hmm. very specifically every week but this week I'm telling you we're just gonna let that all go no I think I took the most notes for this podcast <laughs> for any of the ones we've ever done. The podcast about nothing. 
have like three pages of notes. Exactly. Exactly. So like this is this is our version of a very relaxed chat, which I think is very typical of us. I want to start with something that has been bringing me immediate joy that if people are listening right now, I think I might have touched on. I know you and I had an offline conversation about something to do with this that I'm going to blow your mind with in just a second. Can't wait. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. We've been watching a Christmas movie every single day. Right. Which I, which we did openly speak about on this podcast. Um, it's been, it's been wonderful. We've been watching old things and new things. Christmas with the Cranks was the movie that I forgot was the very first one we watched. We kicked it off with Christmas with the Cranks, but we've watched like all variation of genres and whatever, not touching like Hallmark movies or anything. This is all straight, like actually made for Christmas time and not the Hallmark channel films. Yeah. Yep. So we, we got Disney plus as a result of this, which is like the best decision I've ever made in my pandemic life. But on Disney plus was I'll be home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, which was one of my favorite Christmas movies of my youth. Do you recall that film? I mean, yes, I, I do. I don't really recall it, but I know exactly what you're saying when you say it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it happened right after the Lion King and like watching it again, it's like watching Simba as a person, which is exactly what it is, but it's very confusing. Now you're like, Oh, his voice was exactly the same because it was made around the same time, which I just kind of thought was hysterical, but Jessica Biel is in that movie. Mm -hmm. And she JTT is her boyfriend in that movie. So at that stage in her life, she's on seventh heaven. Robbie right. from seventh heaven is also in I'll be home for Christmas. Do you remember Robbie? No. Oh, he, like the Camdens brought him in and he was supposed to be like an adopted right. sibling, but then he dated sure. both of the sisters. Sure. Both of them. Odd. Okay. Okay. Like, why wouldn't you date Robbie? Also still super hot. I looked him up. He, he has uh, kept his looks. Good for Robbie. Um, anyway, so that was kind of weird. But then I was say, I was telling you offline, I was like, Jessica Beale kissed JTT and then married Justin Timberlake. So, like, you really achieved some peak 90s, 2000, like, crushed girls' dreams. But here's where I'm going to blow your mind. And you, we shared our feelings on, like, is that really a prize? Like, it's questionable at this point. I think, I think I crushed your dreams when I was, like, is Mary just really? Well, I kind of forgot he'd done some bad things to her and, you know, questionable stepping out, whatever. They're still together. They just had another kid, apparently. So, like, whatever. We'll let their relationship be what it is. But I'm talking, like, if you had to pick two people of that vintage and you got both JTT and JT, like, that's amazing for that time. I suppose. I, I'm going to crush you again by saying I, I, I was never team Justin Timberlake or in saying, I don't know if I've stated this on the podcast before, but I was BSB. Breaking news. <laughs> um, but I do like some InSync, but it's specifically Justin Timberlake was always like a no for like, me. Like, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I was like very team both BSB But I know, I know what you're saying. He was, he, right. he was a thing. He was, exactly. Now, here's where it gets crazy. The end of I'll Be Home for Christmas ends with an InSync Christmas song. The best in, in St. Christmas song? Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And ha yeah. 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 The best in St. Christmas song. So, like, I don't know if she had a premonition that her entire life was going to be summarized in that one film. Film, it is a film. Um, but there you have it. 
that is my breaking investigative journalism on I'll be home for Christmas. I love it. Um, I can't, I still can't picture that movie and it's not come up on my Disney plus in like the holiday section. So maybe I have to go look oh, for it. You should, you should go look for it. Uh, Jordan didn't love it. I stand by my love for that movie, but it's basically like, he's kind of like a douchey pretty boy who dates Jessica Biel and he has to make it home for Christmas in time because his dad said, if he finally came home for Christmas, he'd get the, his Porsche. And so she, so then like, obviously things happen that make it hard for him to get home for Christmas and mm-hmm. obviously Jessica, Jessica Biel ends up alone in a hotel room with Robbie at one point. So like, watch it. Sounds fantastic. Um, yeah, really let me look for that. Um, do you know what movie I used to love as a kid? That's like, I don't know if it like, it doesn't get played anymore. Or it was just like kind of got forgotten. Did you ever watch all I want for Christmas? I can't even, I got goosebumps, Erica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's not available anywhere. Don't you feel like that movie kind of like fell away and it doesn't get brought up back up with like the nostalgic Christmas movies that are like sort of popular again? Okay. Yes. And here's where I take serious issue with that because Lauren Bacall is in it. Leslie Nielsen is Santa Claus. Thora Birch plays the little girl and Ethan Embry from that thing you do is yeah. also in that movie. There is no reason it should be squashed. No one's heard of it. You're, I think you're the only other person that I know who's heard of this movie. And Kevin Nealon plays the oh, yeah. mom's boyfriend. Yes. I, okay. You, this is like such a deep cut. I, all I wanted to know were the lyrics to um, baby. It's cold outside because she does that duet with Lauren Bacall in the movie. And like, there was no Google, so my parents couldn't find the lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside for me anywhere. Um, I was obsessed with it. I had a copy of it, like, recorded from TV on a VHS. <sighs> like, and I had it written. Of course. Whatever, like, two I've never people. liked you more than I do right now. <laughs> We're on the six-hour VHS tape that I <laughs> yes. have. recorded it off me. And um, I used to watch that over and over, like, as a, like... I'm gonna say I was like an 11 year old that was like that movie spoke to me but I never see it come up on tv or streaming like, anywhere I looked for it because obviously if I was going to watch a Christmas movie a day I wanted us to watch all I want for Christmas and you do have you can rent it on Amazon Prime I think and it's $3.99 I just have a problem where a lot of times I fall asleep watching movies so I have to be in the right zone and if I'm going to pay money for it I need to stay awake yes which I, I actually have stayed awake through every Christmas movie we've watched so far Oh, good for you. Um, yeah. yeah, you love to fall asleep. Um, I love to fall asleep. <laughs> it's okay. It makes you happy. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I would like, I would fully watch that now as an adult, and I think I would still really enjoy it. I think so, too. I, I'm going to rent it. It's, like, it has to happen. I'm $4 away from, like, the happiest part of my holidays, so, like, I really shouldn't rob myself of this. I just, as soon as you started talking, I was like, it's all I want for Christmas. I knew that's what you were going to say. It's the best movie. And like Thor Birch is the cutest. And she was, that was when she would have been like in monkey trouble. Yeah. And then she was in now and then, I mean, she's amazing. Don't even get me started on my love for Thor Birch. Yes. It was probably for now and then because she's quite little in the... She's very little. Hallie. And like, okay, remember when we were talking with Alicia about how we had names that we wanted to name our children, even though I don't want to have children and I had names. Hallie was the name I wanted to name a human one day. Of course, because it was like, seemed like a very like out of the box choice for like at that time. Completely. And like the girlfriend of Ethan, 
was like such a smoke show did nothing ever again. Not that just because you're pretty means that you'll have Stephanie. She like, and then going to the museum, like, Oh my God, they were so glamorous. I loved them. Yes. Like waist, like long hair. hair. Yeah. She's so New York. I loved that movie is so good. I think I could like recite all the words to it. I think I I have an embarrassing story now that we've like gone to open this Pandora's box. So um, when I was doing like finery challenge stuff with Brooklyn Decker last year, he's Ethan Embry's in Grace and Frankie. Right. So I was like, look, I don't want to talk at all about like the famous part of your life, but I have to tell you that my favorite Christmas movie is all I want for Christmas. And Ethan Embry's in it. And she's like, I need to tell him this because I don't know that anyone's ever told him that before. Just you and so, me. so I don't know if the message ever got passed along or not. Um, but I at least can take comfort in knowing that, like maybe, maybe somewhere out there, Ethan Embry is knowing that there's some joy in his heart for the best Christmas movie of all time. Oh my god, it's so good! And I think you actually touched on something very right. I think it was probably seen very glamorous to me as like. Mm. a young like tween girl that they like lived in New York and they went to museums and they like and the ballet the ballet oh yes that was a huge thing for me too and they like it did all like they lived in this amazing brownstone and like 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 did all this stuff all by themselves and yeah yeah I think in retrospect if I could be anybody like even at present time i'd be her she had her cute little muff that she'd walk around in yeah her adorable she was like such an like yeah and she was badass like she wasn't gonna let anyone ruin her christmas no matter what happened here's one more story i'll leave you with that like i said you've just opened up the most severe <laughs> I, this wasn't even on my list it just popped into my brain when... <laughs> wait i am no longer relaxed if you're curious not relaxed <laughs> My mom took us to see that movie in theaters with a friend of mine whose parents got divorced that very year. My mom sits through that entire movie, like panicking because the whole story, like this, this friend of mine, literally all she wanted for Christmas was her family to get back together. And my mom takes this child to a movie where the entire story is about getting her parents back together. And my mom was like, I've ruined this person's life. I mean, I think the only part of the movie that even as a child I didn't buy was that they got back together in the end. Like, I clearly remember being like, well, that's not going to last. Like, the scene, okay, oh my, like, honestly, we could have an entire podcast dedicated to this movie because, like, in the diner, even, like, the um, yakety yak, like, when when they're in the diner and she's, like, working, yes. I hear that song, which... I do hear like more than I, I don't know where I'm hearing it, but I, like, it makes me, if it's like in another show or whatever, anyway, I just can't with that movie. Okay. We have to watch it now. We have no choice. Yes. As a child, it was very aspirational to me, I think. So aspirational. His like the dad's apartment was with like pinball machines. There was no part of that movie that I did not love. I know. And then now I have seen it as an adult, just like not recently. So I know, like, mm-hmm. I know that I do enjoy it as an adult. <laughs> Just like it never comes on anywhere. But yeah. I think I thought like when I was a kid that it was unrealistic that they got back together. And then when I was an adult, I realized like, oh, that's not going to work out. You have some real problems. 
Right. Like, exactly. Like, we can put an adult lens on that particular situation. (laughs) But I am so thankful that this is, like, our mutual favorite movie because, to me, there's nothing better than it. And I really do think that with the cast that's involved, it has been an understated film. I agree. Like, the only people who are, like, nothing actors to me are the people who play the parents. No, the dad's famous, too. Is he? What's he? I don't remember him. Yeah, from I'm just. We're gonna have. We're, we've gone this far. We're okay. just gonna keep going because really, he's not in anything. I don't think she is either. But she was also like the most beautiful. Like, have she's kind of. She kind of looks like Serena Vanderwoodson. A little, yeah. She's got very Serena Vanderwoodson vibes. Um, the dad is famous. Okay, hold on. We've got this. We've got this. Oh, okay. Catherine O'Fallon. I don't know who she is. Oh, she's in Harry Met Sally. She's That's the name of the stuff. character, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Her name's Harley Jane Kozak. Don't know her. Fine. The dad is Jamie Sheridan. That's his actual name. He was raised in Pasadena. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, I'm not going to read this whole thing. He was in Battle of the Sexes. He's in Sully, which I remember him being in Sully. He's in stuff. He's definitely not... Um, He's not nobody for sure. He's been in a bunch of episodes of Homeland. He, um, oh, okay. He just never became a name actor where like you know his name. He's like a face. He was in 111 episodes of Law and Order Criminal Intent. Okay. So if anyone's watching Law and Order, we've offended them deeply by saying we, oh, he was also in the movie Life is a House, which is a beautiful movie if anyone wants to like really cry a lot. Um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, okay, then there's, so then I think that basically is it. Okay. Well, Kevin Nealon, Thor Birch. Oh, Andrea Martin is in it. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. She plays the nanny who's pregnant. Yes. Yes. For no explicable reason. Oh, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Like, again, it's just, it is outrageous. I'm just scrolling further because you just never know. You know, people creep in and you're like, oh my God, you're in that thing. Um, I think that, I think we've expanded, like we've gone through anyone who is anybody in that film. Again, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're offended, oh, Eric Von Detten, why do I know his name? Oh, he was in the princess bride. Remember this guy? He was so hot. He was in the choir at the very beginning. He was like big. He was, um, we've lost everybody for sure. Sorry guys. He was in days of our lives. Anyway, the fact of the matter is. It's the best movie that's ever been made. Don't come at us. <laughs> really, really glad I brought this up just completely off. Thank you. I've like never felt closer to you. <laughs> Amazing. I can't even believe um, this. Well, now that we've gone down that hole, um, <laughs> the podcast is more. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, all right. I don't even remember what we were talking about in the first place. Our favorite was. things of 2020. <laughs> what are our favorite things of 2020? Oh, not you... 19, 1994. <laughs> I don't even think we've really gotten into it. We're we really haven't. No, sorry. I took us on a real deep movies. journey. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my list. This is just the most riveting content. Um, should we just... I mean, I have like a bunch of beauty things, but... I don't know. I feel like we talk about that enough. Do we just want to talk about like the stuff on TV that we like? Yeah, I think so. I also think we also got two musical gifts this year. Well, I know what one is and I know what the other is. So if you want to go ahead and talk about it, that feel free. 
so we got two Taylor Swift albums this year, which is yeah. like more than we could have even been like imagined in our best dreams. Unless you imagined Taylor one. Wasn't even imagining one. Unless Taylor Swift decided to remake All I Want for Christmas, I don't think we could have asked more of her. My very short summary on this. Obsessed with both albums. I do think that Evermore, because we already heard the style of music from her with folklore, wasn't as shocking to me. Like not every single song was as like immediate, like, oh my God, I can't even believe she's singing like this and not like this and like this. Because they are like sister albums and they're on the same like musical vein. Which is kind of like a continuation, right? Right. So I think I love both albums, but to me, folklore was like such an immediate place in my heart because it was such a departure from anything love evermore have not stopped listening to it it brings me so much joy this is also the perfect time of year to have it now now that we actually because the first one came out in the summer now we actually are hunkered down and can like drink a glass of wine and listen to folklore and evermore back to back yes uh, well i mean i when i heard that the other day of course i only thought of you and your little thank you taylor swift loving heart um i knew that it would be bringing you happiness i haven't listened to it yet but i do want to um, I did cancel my Spotify just this month, so maybe I have to re resubscribe so I can so I haven't listened to it yet. Um, okay. So I have to resubscribe maybe to so that. Free trial of something that you could yeah. download just to give it a boo. I'm sure I have one email address I haven't used for a free trial yet. <laughs> exactly. Find That's the one fun. free trial email address. I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's a beautiful album and it's so, it is so good. I have not watched and well, sorry, and she's also released the Disney Plus. Um, like live version of the making of the album, which I haven't watched yet. I'm shocked by that. It's a self-preservation thing. I don't want it to be over, so I don't even want to start it. But also because I didn't, I got Disney Plus for it, then got distracted by all the Christmas movies. Then we got onto watching a Christmas movie a day. So I'm saving it for Boxing Day. Yes. Actually, you know what I was going to bring up? Is there anything you're saving for like Christmas holiday binge watching or just like relaxing? Because I have a couple of things, but it wasn't the, like, it wasn't that, but maybe I will watch that. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's that. So I would say those are like my immediate thank God that came to us in 2020. What are yours? Um, I mean, I didn't have a, like a huge massive one. I just had some like stuff that like kept me solidly entertained, like at different at different points that I was like very thankful for a lot of them television. I will say I canceled my Spotify because I realized I was not listening to music at all this year Yeah, for me. So I was like, I can't be paying for this if I'm not using it. Um, and I, that's why I haven't listened to the like new Taylor stuff. I don't even know what it is. Like I haven't having this problem and the same thing with reading. I've read, remember when I talked about the Jessica Simpson book back in like yes. February, that is the only book I've read all year. Oh my God, that's not like you at all. No, it's not. And I'm telling you, it's not because I haven't tried. I cannot focus to save my life. Like I have started probably like six books on the like library digital app. I even bought two physical books. I got like three chapters into one and it was a struggle. I've never picked it back up. Nothing against the book. I think I totally like it. I just wonder if like anyone else, I mean, I'm saying I don't know why this is happening, but I know why this is happening. I'm just wondering if it's happening to anyone else. I just cannot focus my mind on stuff like that. Yeah, me neither. I literally downloaded the Calm app a couple weeks ago because it was like a free one-year subscription with your American Express. And I can't focus long enough to even register the app on my phone. To then be calmed by Harry Styles. Right. Reading me a book. I 
have Harry Styles reading a book and I haven't even like explored that. So I hear you. I think, I think this is the year of distraction. We talk about this all the time. Like we're unfocused. We feel unmotivated. It's like, I don't blame you. Reading something like feels like a feat. Yeah. I can read an article and that's about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there's been a headline on my Apple news for four days that I was like, well, I wish I knew what that article was about. I'm the only thing stopping me from knowing. I'd love to know. I could know. Could, I could know so easily. Not going to. I'm not going to read that. I know. Anyway, not alone. That's my story with that. So I haven't really like. I haven't even really dove into, dived into. I don't know how to say Did that. Um, in <laughs> uh, into folklore. Like I've only listened to it a couple times, and it's not for not liking it. I like a lot of the songs. I just again like my brain won't just settle down to just like listen to music I don't know what I have listened to a lot of is podcasts like yes hours upon hours upon hours of podcasts and like hours upon hours of Netflix but yes that's another story um can we give a shout out to cheer for oh my god (laughs) coming out at just the right time in the pandemic to like give me something to look forward to watching in the evening I loved cheer so much I um, mop somersaulted shortly after that we finished watching that like by accident so all I like I still say to him like is mop on that and it brings did me so much joy. does mop make that he did <laughs> anyone's curious mop, mop made that um, cheer was so good it was so good um, and um, well okay what else do I have for TV shows I made a whole list of TV shows it's not unlike everything like everyone else has watched like the queen's gambit and the crown and like yeah all those like scripted shows were great for my husband and i to watch together um i'm like Shit's creek like was so sad that it was over but like i feel like it brought everyone just like extra comfort and happiness this year because it's just so like delightful and lovely and funny and like sweet and they won all the emmys and i feel like that was really nice because it gave us something as like all of Canada was losing their minds over. I think that was like a really nice thing that we all got to have together was yes. watching and when all the things that was, um, so I was funny. sad it was over though. I know. I was so sad too. That's like the only show, like sometimes my husband pauses it when we're watching cause you're laughing so hard and you like don't want to miss the next thing that's happening. And you just have to stop and laugh. But that's like the best feeling to me. I yeah. love when that happens. Yes. You're missing a very important show, Erica. Never have I ever. Oh, no. I almost, like, that's how much TV I've watched that I forgot about that. I love that show. I cannot wait for the second season. That was also, like, a ray of sunshine, like, just, like, heartwarming, sweet show at the right time. Could not, that show cannot do any wrong in my eyes. I love that show so much. It is fabulous. And they're making another season. I know. I'm, like, thrilled beyond words. I think it's amazing. I was going to say the home edit. Uh, it's on my list. Don't oh, okay. 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 Good. Sorry. I was just jumping ahead. All the, all the, like, I'm really worried about you. Yes. Yeah. The home edit. Um, I mean, Tiger King. What was Tiger King? Was it reality TV or like a documentary? I have no idea what that was, but it was I don't something. know. It's on my list too. Cause honestly, I mean, I dress up as Carol Baskin for my zoom Halloween party. Um, it, it was, I can't even believe I was in the same pandemic, but like that and love is blind were two big ones that I just like gobbled up. Tiger King just brought us so much beyond that. Like for a long time, yes. like Tiger King memes were just like brightening my day. Yes. And like so many Carol Baskin, like weird things happening. And like, she's still 
like people are still talking about her because there's like things in the news again. I just think Tiger King was like, what were we watching? Oh, SNL this week. Um, in one of the sketches, I think not if it's Pete Davidson or Timothy Chalamet is wearing a Joe exotic hat. Like, like it says Joe exotic on it. It's just got like an animal print. Like it's oh. super obscure. And I was like, Oh yeah, that happened this year. <laughs> well, doesn't some stuff that like, it feels like all of this has gone by so fast. And yet some of the stuff that we're talking about that like happened back in March and April also feels like, did that happen in the same year? Like, was that 2020? It's hard. Like I keep, I joke that it's like dog years. Like every day is like a dog year. We have aged ourselves tremendously during this time. I know. But, and yet also, aren't you like, Oh my God, it's Christmas in a week. Yes. It's that's all very confusing for me. It's I, I have no concept of time. I say it constantly. I have no idea what's happening anymore. I feel like parts of the year, like just, it feels like it didn't even happen because like we yeah. did things. So I'm like, what? I don't know, September, what was September? And like, I'm so cold again and my nose is so dry that um, I assume we didn't have summer. Yeah, yes, exactly. So we skipped summer this year. <laughs> didn't happen. Oh my God. If, if we can like talk about aging, like veer off of TV, but like, I'm really thankful I discovered Botox this year. Really oh, thankful. that's a good thing to be thankful for. Yep. That's a good thing to be thankful for. Oh, I have something medically related. I think we're just going to go off on some tangents here, but um, I was almost late for the Zoom call because I was having a virtual doctor's appointment. Oh yes. Yes. You were telling me. And I was like, had never heard of what you were doing before. Yeah. So the, this is not an ad. No one's sponsoring us for things. Feel free to, by the okay. way, but this is just because I like them. Um, the it's called get maple and it connects you with doctors in Canada. So it's all Canadian doctors. You do have to pay for it out of pocket, but I've had a couple of things happen over the year that like, I didn't want to go to a doctor's office for. So I got a sinus infection at some point over the summer. Um, and I was like, I've had a sinus infection before. I know what it feels like. I don't want to, you know, with everything going on, I don't want to go into a doctor's office just to be told, like use the nose spray that's already sitting in your cabinet. So you pay, it's different rates, depending on like the service that you need, but it's literally everything from a GP to a dermatologist to therapists, like anything that would have to do with your health and well-being, you can book through Maple. So they connect you with someone virtually. I thought before we were getting on here that I was going to be able to like pick a time and it just connected me with someone like right away. So I actually know like I have a, a small mole under my boob and um, someone that I know posted a picture of them just getting a spot removed on their shoulder that ended up being cancerous. And it literally scared me into immediately booking this doctor's appointment. And so I had to upload a picture of my underboob on the internet. Thankfully, when you get close enough to your skin, it all just looks like That's your true. stomach, well, basically. You immediately was like, did you have to show them your underboob on the thing? And you were like, no, I took a picture. So. Yeah, I took a picture. And it was a female doctor, which was nice. And like their name is there and you can like research who they are. And it's all like very wonderful. And then when I had my sinus infection, I needed a refill on my nose spray and they just deliver it to your house. So it's like very wonderful if people are looking for like a thing that they don't like want to go. Like if it's not a COVID related thing and it's not like an emergency, um, it's you pay for it out of pocket, but it's still like a nice helpful way to, um, get it off. So I was thankful for finding that this year. Uh, look, I got a lot of moles that could be looked at that I don't bother with. Anyway, so I take some pictures really of them. Take some pictures of them, um, and sign up for that. Maybe I will. So that was, yes, sorry. That's the health tangent, but going back to things you're saving for. Yes. For I, okay. I have two. Okay. I think one of them might be the same. Well, but they might both be the same. Um, there's a new season of Letterkenny coming out on Christmas Day. 
Of course. Yes. Um, and we are going to have one more video podcast with Michelle Milet coming out before Christmas. Maybe we should release it on Christmas day for the world to also enjoy with their new season of Letterkenny. If you want to learn how to put makeup on like Michelle, then you could sure. do that. Um, but Felicity is coming to crave on Christmas day. Like Felicity, like the show, not, it's not like a, they didn't make a reboot of this show. No, it's no, okay. just the, the old show is all uploaded to Netflix on Christmas day. Um, or, I'm sorry, Crave on Crave. True confession, I never watched Felicity. Oh, I think you'd love it. This is probably like the perfect moment for you. In fairness, I don't remember all of it. I remember loving it, but we had so many shows going on at the time. It was like peak Dawson's Creek and Gilmore Girls and like all the yeah. things. So I think this is the perfect moment to like watch it from start to finish because frankly, I'm not going to have remembered probably anything. All I remember is that I liked it. Okay. I could get into Felicity. Yeah. I think, I think it might be our new jam. Um, okay. What am I waiting for to watch for the holidays? Oh, I really want to watch um <laughs> the Babysitters Club series that came out. That I never I never watched it when it like first came out, and now I'm just sort of saving it as something like light to watch over Christmas. You won't be disappointed. I haven't seen it all. It's so cute. Um also on the opposite end of the spectrum, I really want to watch um the true crime um show uh, i'll be gone in the dark based on the michelle mcnamara book about the gold oh Stadium. yes um and it's on hbo i think so i'll probably yeah. have to subscribe to something to get that but that's okay um but i'm also saving that for like a just want to like ter- terrify myself late at night i she well she's passed away but yeah. she is amazing um, she was on My Favorite Murder. Like, they loved her on My Favorite Murder. And especially because yeah. of, like, all of her work on The Golden State Killer, I definitely want to watch that, too. I forgot about that. Yes, I don't think I really want to make my husband watch The Staircase because he never watched it with me originally. But I just really feel like I could watch that again and, like, go down that rabbit hole because yeah. it's, like, very fascinating to think about, like, all the things that could have happened. And I just made something need someone to talk to about it. Did <laughs> I watch also, that this year? I watched it, but I can't possibly tell you when uh, it's I mean, so good it's, it's worth watching again it's worth watching again for sure just for like I don't know just like the weirdness of it all like I don't think you can really explain how weird that family comes across unless you watch you it you have to see it yourself also to be like this happened more than well i sorry I'll stop talking you just have to watch it yes absolutely I agree and um yeah I want to say it came out like like fully, I don't know, a couple of years ago. It doesn't because matter. It I did, think, wow. but I think I watched it this year because I think I didn't really know much, like I didn't know enough about it. Yeah. And then I feel like Tiger King maybe got us watching The Staircase if I have to really, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's good. Watch it. It's so good. Um, yes. And there's also uh, Shonda Rhimes has a new show coming out on Christmas Day. Um, called Bridgerton. It's like a Regency romance show, and it's actually based on books that I have read. So I'm oh. like very excited for that to be like fluffy and light and like escapism. She's the best. There's another um, Netflix just released The Prom, which I haven't watched yet, but all of our <laughs> friends are raving about The Prom. Yeah, I think I watched that either. Oh my god, add it to the list. I yeah. feel like TV this year just really like the things I loved were things that just like transported me entirely to like a different, an entirely yes. different world, and it was like very focused and specific. But you just wanted to like live in that for an hour a night. Yeah, 
I was the same way. Well, we watched so much Love Island, Australia, and UK. <laughs> yes. So I, like, that was, like, honestly, listening to people with accents in a warm climate made me feel like I was on holiday, which made me so happy. And we had, we stopped watching it um, for our holiday marathon. And then we'll go back. We have some we haven't seen yet still. Yes. I actually wrote down, like, bless all those Amazon Prime add-on oh. channels. Um, I know you're very into Hey You. Very much. Um, so. I, I did do a free trial of that for a month and I, for a month and I got into like uh, a couple of Real Housewives, like the obscure, the more obscure cities. Yeah. Oh. Um, but I never did But I was, I got very into like, I went down a hole of, I added like the British channels. Mm, oh, yes. I went down a real rabbit hole of like British crime shows from like the 90s and also... <laughs> alternating with like British period dramas <laughs> like I would watch I love like, it. like if you've never watched Prime Suspect with Helen Mirren it's amazing it's like went down a whole rabbit hole of that and then I would watch you know like a Jane Austen adaptation right after. oh my god I mean that yeah I just feel like I could listen to British people talk forever I will say one very obscure loophole in our holiday movie a day was that Love Island actually had a Christmas reunion one year and it happened to be the season that we were watching, but we didn't realize it was there. And then we were like trying to watch something else and it popped up. So we actually got to watch a Love Island reunion that was set at Christmas time. So it really like brought both of those worlds together, which was really nice. You know what? Sometimes at Christmas, I love Christmas movies. Um, and I've been watching lots of them too. Um, I also sometimes just like to watch Christmas episodes of my favorite TV shows, which is yes. than ever with everything being on streaming now. So you can like go back and watch like your favorite Christmas episode of The Office or Friends or like whatever. Yeah. Minnie Kaling used to post, I don't know if she's done it this year or not, but she used to post all the Office Christmas specials on her Instagram. So you yeah. could just like know exactly where you needed to go, which I thought was really lovely. Yes. Um, I, I just want to touch on the home edit again quickly because... Because they gave us so much content this year. So much content. And also it was like actionable content. So yeah. like in Tiger King, you're not going to go like murder someone after you're done watching it or like at least you shouldn't. If you were thinking about it, please don't. But the home edit was like, okay, you have homework now. And I really thrived on that. And so now the fact that I saw something that said... I can't, I'm going to butcher this, but basically it was like, once you, um, have things in place, like life isn't chaotic anymore. Cause you're like, Oh, like I have my pen cup and like all my pens just like go in this cup. Yeah. Like it's just so easy. Yeah. It's also Detroit Red Wings. Detroit Red Wings. Cause alumni, I can yeah. assure you that no one in this house is Detroit Red Wings alumni, but whatever yeah. it is what it is. Um, so I think that has brought me like every time I open a cupboard, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. And like Jordan's bought into the home edit now. So like he has his own system in his closet. Folding laundry is now a joy because everything goes back to where it's supposed to. So I, I really want to like give mad props to the home edit for um, passive as well as actionable content. You really did go like, like you really did get into it in your like carried over into your real life. Like I like hardcore. I saw it like hardcore. Like, <laughs> like it really gave you a focus too. I think I needed it. Also, I never did like the proper reveal. So I will do that this time because like, I'm very proud of my accomplishments. So like, I'll oh, yeah, you still have to show us your closet. I do. And so I, truth be told, the reason I hadn't done it yet was because I, there's two baskets that I need to relabel and like 
the the pen cup is down here and the baskets are upstairs. So I have to like transport a cup and I just like, that's a big commitment right now for me. So anyway, I I'll do it. Well, I loved watching the home edit and I love talking about Rachel's Zoe's closet with you. Um, I did not organize a thing though. So you organize it. That's a lie. That like little space you showed me with like some of your like beauty products you did. Yeah. It has crap all over it again. So, okay. Well, that's fine. But Hey, there's always next year. Again, I am not bringing it up to shame anybody who hasn't edited. I'm just saying personally, it gave me, it was an escape that I needed. No, I totally understand. I do not feel shamed at all. I'm just, as you should not, I'm living in my chaos right now. And that's just the way it is. I've accepted. Fair enough. That's fair. Um, I also wrote down movies and then I wrote oh. a giant question because when was the last time you saw a movie? Like what is a movie anymore? Did I any don't. movies actually come out? I think so. I don't know. Like, okay. Uh, all I want for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a movie. I know. Um, I think. So, like, The Prom is a Netflix movie. So, some studios release some of their content, like, right to, um, right. and I know that, like, Disney Plus is releasing, I think on Christmas Day, there's a new movie called Soul coming out. So, I think, like, some places have gone to that venue, but, like, no? Yeah. Yes? I'd say mm-hmm. I have a giant question mark on that, too. I don't really know the answer. All right. So, we'll skip over movies. We won't, we won't do movies. I mean, I watched movies, but... It's hard to differentiate. Like when they get released on streaming, it's now like hard for me to differentiate it almost as a movie. Like right, because it's all just like you. Okay, we haven't gone to the movies to see anything. It's all just content. Like right, there's no going to the movies because I want to go see this movie. Right, I'm just trying to think. I can't think of anything. I can't like we don't watch that movies. We're very much into TV shows these days. Um. But yeah, you touched on... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And I was just going to say books. I just wrote down Jessica Simpson and that's all. I mean, I stand by that. I love that book. <laughs> well, oh I started God. listening to the audio version of it and I couldn't handle it. So I think I'd probably enjoy reading I it. I reading it. I don't think I could listen to her read that book either. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody you should. Be, you should be in it for the gossip. Did I read anything? I did. I read a couple books. Nothing that's like jumping out of me. I think I'm going to try more this year. I know. And I'm not. I mean, like, listen, I'm the type of person who has like a Goodreads like goal list for the year. And right. that just like went up in flames this year. Yeah, no. It's, really. it's I don't fine. even open the app anymore because I don't want to be shamed by it. Right. Like, yeah, I think that's that's a fair call. I, I do think like do the things that bring you joy. We have very much covered the fact that like escapism is needed and real during these times, which is great. Um I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that like I can think of, but I've given you a lot of content and then like an online medical app. Like those are two, that's like pretty bleak. <laughs> I stand by everything I've said. I'm just saying that like, Oh, what a year. Um, I do think that I'm trying to think if there's anything like my, well, I got my air fryer this year. So that you was do. like, that's I mean, peak. I've only had mine for like two weeks. Um, Oh, I meant to tell you, I like broke my um, pressure cooker virginity. Oh, good. Because um, I know, I think I mentioned last episode that I was only using it as a potato. Like I was yes, only eating potatoes with it. Right. Um, but I have moved on and I made some chicken in the pressure cooker. Pressure cooker. It was delicious. I Isn't it so good? I sent you that pulled chicken recipe. Delicious. Oh, yes. I'm going to make that. I'm excited. Yeah. It's really easy and really, really yummy. Um, yeah. The pressure cooker. I mean, I, I mean, I just got mine, but I, 
I feel like it has been the year of the Instant Pot slash air fryer. Yes. And mine has, like, its own zone, and I really like that for it. And it, like, feel like it's got a place where it belongs to live. And so it's, like, the home edit and my pressure cooker air fryer can really well, live you also day. got some very cute new loungewear recently. Oh, I did. It's like, if it's the year of anything else, it's the year of loungewear, right? Oh, completely. So Nick's, I mentioned this in the stories, is a Toronto-based company. But they're pretty, like, they've grown. They have a million customers now, and there's, like, you know, lots of celebrities wearing her stuff. Anyway, I, she like did this story about how it, like even the softness surprised her. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to order this because I, she was having a boxing day sale and she's in a, she's a pretty inspirational woman in terms of like being an entrepreneur and all these things. So anyway, I was inspired. So I bought this loungewear and when it showed up and I opened it and I touched it, I was like, this isn't for real. I'm not joking. I don't even know how to describe it. It feels like you are living inside of a cloud it's it's silly I just have no words I'm very scared of it like it's bright white it does come in an oatmeal color as well too but I wanted the white one I just think for like a blonde hair I liked the white for myself but not a word of a lie the most comfortable outfit I've ever owned I will not drink red wine in it I will like lounge carefully <laughs> I sent it to Cuddy really producer Cuddy was really into it and I was like don't eat around your baby. Don't wear it or don't eat it around your baby. Don't wear it around your baby. Don't nope. wear drinking red wine. The same rules apply to you if you go down that rabbit hole. Um, they well, don't say that. I'm just protecting no, the That's luxury. how I would feel about an all-white outfit too. Yeah. Um, it's super cute on though. Like it's adorable on you and looks oh, thank like you. very like, chic but casual but like rich all at the same time. Do you think it's what Tora Birch, Thora Birch, Tora, Thora Birch would be wearing during the pandemic? Probably. Okay. <laughs> oh Hallie, sorry. I think she quit being an actor. I think she did too. I think she's, I don't know what she's doing anymore, but I think Hallie would be wearing that loungewear. I don't know yes, if Thora Birch would be wearing that loungewear. You're absolutely right. She would be. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's super cute. Does it have like, Thank you. Um, do you have to wash it very carefully? Like what's the, how do you have to wash it? <laughs> I didn't actually know. I think it's like I'm just going ahead and assuming it's like a hand wash delicate situation. You know what? But it's such a like the company's all it started with their period underwear. So like she's she makes functional clothing. So I can't imagine this is like this outfit must be framed on your wall and never worn. I'm gonna look at right. what we're talking. Well, okay. I am very I was very in I was like interested in it and I saw it on Black Friday on sale and I was like, nah. But then when I saw it on you, I'm like, I think I've been straight influenced by you. And I'm like, next time it's on sale, I'm gonna buy yeah. it. And I think I really want to try the period underwear. Well, here's the thing. I don't get a period because of my ID, blah, blah, blah. I've told you this before, but I would try it if I had, then people who I know who have tried it, love it. Okay. I'm going to go. And I would like to influence you. Okay. Fabric and care. Machine wash, cold, gentle cycle, do not bleach, reshape and lay flat to dry. Do not iron. I think any loungewear that tells you to iron it can beat it. Imagine your loungewear was like iron. Any piece of clothing that tells me to iron it can like, get fucked frankly like big time because I don't know where my my iron is actually one time recently my son asked me he's like do we have an iron and I was like do we have an iron <laughs> like I don't know okay. also yeah he would start I haven't you I have a steamer now like that's what the answer should be right and irons are so 1990 um but yes that's how you care for your neckswear 
Um, okay. Well, that's, that seems, that seems fair. It's, it's not like very manageable. Clean, very clean only area. No, it seems very, very manageable. I can get behind the care for that outfit. A hundred percent. Oh, can I admit something to you? Yes, please. All of my like loungewear is in like the loungewear zone in my closet as sure. now. Yeah. I, I hung up that outfit. Oh, I, you know what? That's again, that seems fair. It's very, it just like felt precious enough to like warrant closet space on a hanger. You know what? It does not seem like a thing that you should like roll up and throw in a drawer. No, I was like, you, the pants deserve a hanger. The top deserved a hanger. They're hung up. Separate hangers. I love it. Oh, separate hangers. Like it was a two hanger. What kind of situation, uh, hanger situation are you using for your pants? I just did like like the fold over. Yeah. Okay. Is there another kind? No, I was just wondering if you had like the, the oh. I was like, maybe that's not the kind of material you would want to like. No. And I also don't trust those clips. I don't either. I, do, I hate yeah. it actually. I'll actually put like shitty skirts on the outside of a skirt that I love so that the outside skirts get the pinch right. or like not shitty, but like a more durable skirt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interested. Um, interesting is what I meant to say. I said interesting. But I'm this is a, this is a very relaxed chat, so you can say whatever you want. Here, it's um, whatever just, you want. Speaking of you influencing me, I'm also very thankful that you got me into dyeing my eyebrows this year. Oh, because I just think it's um like I don't have much to say for like on the beauty and makeup side because I really didn't wear any makeup this year. I just went out with a mask, but sometimes I felt a little bit better about myself because my eyebrows looked nice. Oh, that makes me so happy. Well, I'm so glad that I got into dyeing my eyebrows. It was so easy. It was so easy to do in my bathroom. So easy to do. And it does make you feel a lot better. And I will say that like I have, I just finished my bottle of CC cream because it was like, never gets used. So I was like, Oh, oh I, I probably have so much left because I barely, I've barely worn any this year, but like pretty much when I talk to you, when we're on video. Yeah. So oh, I put makeup on for you. That's pretty much it. And like, I have some colors. Totally. Um, yeah. Cherise posted a story the other day where she was like unpopular opinion, but I love masks. And I was like, I don't think that's unpopular at all. Like, I think we all hate the reason for the masks and like masks in general, but yeah. sometimes I don't hate that. I have to like, just, that I throw on a mask and it doesn't matter what I look like and I can just go out. Well, I, we were walking the dog this morning and I um, put a mask on because I was so cold that I was like, maybe this will keep my face warm. And it did. Yes. I was actually, that's the other thing I was going to say was huge bonus. I have noticed when I walked my son to school, that keeps my face very warm. Like your own hot breath just slapping you back in the face is great. So. I mean, I want them to be gone for other reasons, but will Completely. I be you like wearing them in the winter when I go for a walk? Maybe. Yeah. I think it's a great, I think it's a great hack. Um, okay. We've covered a lot of ground. Is there, are there any final things that you love that we could leave our wonderful beauties with before this year comes to a close? I mean, I think we talked about all the, like, what I'm realizing is that I watched a lot of TV. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, oh, we never talked about podcasts. I listened to a lot of podcasts. Um, anyways, we don't have to get into that. You can listen to this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, we're not going to tell you about other podcasts to go listen to. This is the only podcast you should listen to. And if you think you're out of podcasts, you just start from the beginning and listen to them all over again. No, my, uh, basically my list on the beauty side is like painfully short 
Yeah. Like I, said, I really didn't wear makeup or do anything fancy this year. I was yep. excited about dyeing my eyebrows. Um, got very into like body lotions because my because I'm an alligator now. Yeah. Um, and oh, I was very into the very thankful for the Redken, um, like the purple shampoo. Um, oh yes, because it really helped me when I couldn't get my hair done for months and months from being yeah completely yellow. Um, it's the Redken blondage blondage. Mm, blondage better. Um, it's amazing. You can get like a giant bottle of it. Like I think I got it from like the hair dresser at the mall, like the love that that's not at the mall. Um, anyways, that probably just made Sharice cringe, but sorry. Yeah. She, yeah she's for well. sure going to call you <laughs> someplace in the mall. Got and it picked like it up. My most used face products were honestly my Bosha charcoal mask, which saved my face from breakouts when I was having like mask knee problems, which yeah. Again, it's like it happens. 2020. Yeah. Um, and also my LMS superfood face oil was just keeping me moisturized. And that's all I, I swear that's all I did. Wow. I, oh, the one thing that I did I, that I should give a shout out to, obviously Bioderma all year long has been saving me no matter what the weather. I did, I've been using the Eyelash Envy since October now. And I, I do find I'm quite liking Eyelash Envy or oh, okay. Eye Envy. Okay. I have mascara on, so you can't really tell. But when I don't have mascara on, they look like more full. So I'm into that. All right. Yeah. I'm glad. Otherwise, um, that's all I've got going for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, what? I don't know what else is there to say, you guys. Yeah. We hope you're. We hope you're doing well, and you know, hanging in there and like enjoying whatever it is that makes you happy. Yeah. Do do you? Rent all I want for Christmas. We Please promise. Do that. Please you promise you won't regret it. Promise like, you won't regret it. Leave your kids and then like, but secretly, you're going to love it. Soak it all up. Um, I am thankful for this podcast and that we've at least had the chance to talk to each other lots virtually this year. So I'm thankful for that too. I am so thankful um, that A, we get to talk every week. It's like a light in my week. And also Same. just... Yeah, like just talking to you and like whatever, doing the content for the people and like everyone that interacts with us, engages with us. So like it honestly means so much to us. And like yeah, every time you, you know, give us feedback about stuff or just like leave us reviews or share us or tell people about us that like helps it helps us out um and helps us grow. And it just like means a lot and we enjoy it so much. We enjoyed it so much. Like slide into our DMs. We love it so much. Yeah. Thank you to anyone who's been a guest on our podcast this year. We've had Michelle Mylett a couple of times with our video podcast. We've had um, Carl Radke from Summer House, which is one of my favorite uh, contents that I binged this year, which is amazing. Um, Alicia McCarvel that you just had. We've had people from Bailey. Like we've had a lot of people who've really helped us out and lent us their time as well too that we've loved having. Um, so we're hoping to bring you lots more of us in 2021. Yeah, we have some fun like ideas about what we want to do next year. So this is kind of I think what we're saying is this is kind of it for us for this year. It is. But yeah. like slide into the DMs, do what you want. Go back and listen yeah. to some old episodes if you want to like take a trip down memory lane. Um, yeah. and we'll we'll be back in the new yeah, year. Absolutely. Um, okay, well that was great. Oh, this is the first time you're the first person I'm gonna say talk to you next year too. See you next year. <laughs> it's not even that close. It's just like, no, it's it's just feel like oh my God, it's, it's almost over. It's, it's 
and I'm going to talk to you in five minutes anyway. So like, yeah, whatever. But like for the sake of the podcast, I'll talk to you next year. See you guys in 2021. 2021. Um, thank you guys for everything. Until next time. I'm Sylvia. I'm Erica. And this was Beauty. And Steph. Goodbye. Bye.